Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. In association with the Hearts Advertiser. Welcome along to another edition of the St Albans podcast with me, Danny Smith. Coming up, uh, we have uh, Anna from Communities First telling us about uh, latest volunteering opportunities in our area and also looking at some training that they are currently offering. But first, we have Matt Adams from the Hearts Advertiser with us. Hello, Matt. Hello. And uh, we're looking at local news stories. And where are we starting? Right. Well, um, there's been a lot going on locally in support of the people of Ukraine following the Russian invasion. Um, starting off with a, um, there was like a vigil uh, last week, at the end of last week. And um, St Albans is going to become a city of sanctuary for people fleeing the conflict. Um, that means it's sort of, you know, we've done it before with Syria and stuff like that. So it's basically, you know, people can um, come here and know that they'll have the support they need. There does seem to be a, a great outpouring of, of sympathy and support for for the plight of, of Ukraine at the moment locally. It, it's quite nice to see. I mean, I'm, I'm quite a cynic. And when I see sometimes posts on some of the local Facebook groups, I go to the comments assuming I'm going to see some negative, you know, nasty or, you know, other such things. But it's just, it seems to be an outpouring of love and support mm, at the moment. Yeah, well, there's not quite a lot of Ukrainian people who live here. Um, so, okay. Yeah, which I wasn't aware of. Um, you know, many of whom have family still over there. Yeah. And there's another group have set up a, um, a campaign calling on people to turn off their gas supply twice a week for 24 hours, starting from last Tuesday. Uh, and what would be the so it'd be a lot it, basically it would reduce the EU's uh, and EU energy grids reliance on gas from Rush, from Russia, and then that will have a, another major impact, uh, economic impact on the war effort. Okay, um, so it's just saying things like you know basin wash instead of shower bath, have salads and or, and sandwiches or a barbecue, use a log burner or gas gas free fireplace, you know wear extra clothes and sit together in one room. You know this is a. It's a sort of a, a local way to, you know, impose financial sanctions, as it were. Yeah. All right. I, no, I get that now. So, so yeah. So, by reducing our, our use of gas, will if everyone does that, that that reduces our reliance upon mm. the gas, which will yeah. further <clears throat> impact. Yeah, we'll put more pressure on Russia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the um, cathedral has been illuminated in the national colours of Ukraine. We, which are coincidentally the same colours as St Albans, aren't they? <laughs> yes. that, that that works out quite nicely. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was rather cynically waiting for like, St Albans City to say, we're going to be wearing those colours on Saturday <laughs> when we play. But uh, but no, I mean, it, obviously, you know, terrible, terrible thing that's happening in the world at the minute. And, and I hadn't appreciated then that there is quite the Ukrainian community mm. locally. No, I didn't either. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so it's good to see, you know, I mean, we, we're, we're like that around here. We get behind, you know... It is nice when it does happen, causes. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, and you know, we're going back over the years that I've been doing this sort of thing. There's been various sort of tragedies that have occurred nation- nationally, internationally, and um, it, it there is, does seem to be always like a good response from local people. You know, it's how some of these groups have started up, isn't it? Like St Albans for Refugees mm. and and some of the other things that have, have come about. Uh, okay, well, uh, it, I do know as well that there is, um, if people want to further support the Ukraine um, efforts, I know that Daisy Cooper has has written about what people can do, and I think that's on her Facebook oh, page and, and elsewhere, because I don't think they're looking for items. I think it's it's 
being encouraged that people actually make donations of cash instead right because it's easier and quicker to get the help where they need it to if they have the money rather than having to send items yeah not least because of brexit apparently and uh-huh. getting stuff over to europe yeah and probably covid because it all needs to be quarantined or po- something. quite possibly yeah. but yeah so so if, if people are feeling like they want to do more to respond then do look out for um daisy cooper's um facebook posts or, or, or website and you can see um the the advice there on how people can further support that smashing okay we'll have more from matt uh, in a moment Joining me now on the Cinemas podcast is our very own uh, volunteer correspondent, for want of a better title, uh, Anna from Communities First. Hello, Anna. Hi, Danny. How are you? Oh, yeah. No one cares, so don't answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, tell us, well, first of all, for those who don't know, tell us what Communities First is, because that's that's who you're calling us from. That's that's the organisation that you, you you are from. What is it? What does it do? So Communities First are a local charity that deliver lots of services within Hartsmere and St Albans um, to help the local community and the community and voluntary sector. So we've got a volunteer centre which provides volunteering opportunities um, across St Albans, Hartsmere, Broxbourne and East Hearts. And then we have our membership, so we also offer help to voluntary organisations themselves to find volunteers and also to help with funding and different things like that. So in the past, I've described your services as a a bit like a volunteer job centre, but it's so much more than that because you're not just finding voluntary jobs for potential volunteers. You're also supporting those voluntary organisations and and providing uh, training, advice, support and and all of that stuff, aren't you? Exactly, yes. So we work with the organisations. We run Stronger Together networks to help them bring them together and be a voice for them at different levels of engagement. Um, we just support both the voluntary sector, community sector, and volunteers and members themselves. Okay. Now, uh, I know this month you want to talk to us about digital inclusion. So um, why don't you start off right at the beginning there? What do you mean by digital inclusion? So we run a project that helps um, lots of different schemes to help people that are in digital poverty. Um, So this might be um, helping with finding um, access to computers or tablets. Um, But we also run a service, um, which is a free computers and a cuppa sessions, which provides a chance to learn new IT skills in a supportive environment. Okay. I mean, it's so hard, isn't it? Because especially now in, 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 in the world which we live, there's so much reliance upon being able to access stuff digitally, to be able mm-hmm. to um, be able to give an email address, to apply for something, um, to be able to do something online. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and of course, for many of us, not a problem. We, we barely think twice about it. But for some, it causes a, an absolute terror and, and they don't have the means to be able to do it. So so, so th- this is sort of to help those people would that be right exactly so we want to be able to enable those that might struggle to um, use a tablet or a computer or need some additional guidance on how to stay connected 
with people because a lot of especially over lockdown and things a lot of things have now moved on online and social connections and groups are, are online um so we want to help to enable um individuals to use smartphones to use skype or even to shop online um so we run a session it's in radlett so not quite st albans but but close Near enough. um at the radlett center cafe on mondays 10 30 a.m to 12 30 a.m p 12 30 um where you can come and have a cuppa and get help with with the computers um or your smartphone or a tablet um, with friendly, patient volunteers that just help attendees to use their IT more effectively to stay connected. Okay. Uh, Now, you mentioned earlier as well about digital poverty. So some people, you see, the barrier might not just be that they don't know how to do it, but they don't have the means to be able to do it. Um, So could somebody come along perhaps who – who is wanting to learn more but doesn't even have access to this equipment? There are schemes out there that can help with access to that. Um, and Communities First is aware of some of those schemes. Um, so, so you can yes, people in the right along, direction. we can point people into, into the right directions to get help with that. Okay. Uh, what about those who don't want to learn? Can you help them? <laughs> well, we can try, but it's always helpful if you want to learn first. <laughs> yeah. There's a I'm just thinking of somebody that I'm aware of who who is an older gentleman who who is quite proud of the fact that his phone's still got buttons on it and he's got no intention of changing. He doesn't do email and he doesn't do online stuff and he thinks it'll all pass soon anyway and it'll all go back to the old ways. But I've got a feeling he's mistaken. <laughs> I think there's no going back on technology these days. I think it's it's the future, definitely. It, it does. Um, it, it, I've been involved with a few different schemes like this over the years because I have a little bit of expertise in, in the world of tech. And, and it, I'm always so heartwarmed by the willingness of, of, of older people to give it a try and learn and the achievements that they make. And I think there are those who think that their age is a barrier. And yet, in my experience, it absolutely isn't. It certainly isn't. Anyone can learn. You just have to have a willingness to learn. Okay. So that's uh, that's on Mondays at the Radlett Centre Cafe, 10.30 to 12.30. People can just turn up? Um, yes, or you can email for further information. If you know how to do so. If you know how to do so. Or if you know someone who, who can help you do that. Um, so the email is help at communitiesfirst.org.uk. Okay. Yeah, I, I realise there's something of an irony talking on, on a on a podcast about how people can get more digital inclusion because if you've got this far and you can hear this, then you probably are fairly good at this stuff anyway. But you might know someone who isn't. Exactly, and that's the thing. The further you can spread the message, the better. Okay, great stuff. Thank you for that, Anna. We'll have more from Anna a bit later on this week's show. Hi, I'm Chris Aikman. Join me, local author Howard Linsky, and St Albans podcast producer Sam Rolfe for this St Albans Film Guide. Each week, one of us will guide you through the new releases at the cinema and on streaming services. We'll also give you our choice of the best films to watch on UK free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. So if you're a film lover, join us for a chat about all things movie-related every week as part of the St Albans podcast. New episodes will be released every Friday morning. For more information, visit stalbanspodcast.com or find us where any good podcasts are found. We're back with the news hound himself, Matt Adams, and uh, we've got another story now, Matt. So, uh, yeah, thanks. 
Um, a 10-year-old boy has launched a petition to save his squash club from being evicted from its current pre- premises. Um, this is Henley Ingle. He started the petition after Harpenden Rugby Football Club um, served a notice to quit on Harpenden Squash Club. Um, it's been, they've been, you know, in its current premises for for age, you know, for decades, and they, you know, they got on really well, and there was no it, no signs this was going to happen really. But um, uh, the reason is that um, the uh, rugby club has expanded rapidly over the last few years. It's now um, got to the point where they uh, they're staggering their training and match times um, to reduce parking and other problems with facilities. But they the, the key issue is they don't have enough changing facilities to meet safeguarding and safety standards without considerable compromise. So they want to turn the squash club's courts into additioning additional changing rooms and catering uh, catering facilities. Okay, and and the squash club. I mean, what what sort of size club are we talking about? Um, here? Do we know how about, many people? Yeah, got? about two hundred and fifty members, um, some of whom are of a very high standard. Um, I don't know much about squash, but you know, England national level. Oh, okay, type thing. Yeah, um, it's the, one of the largest clubs in Hertfordshire, um, and it's renowned for its grassroots and top level squash. So it's a shame, you know. It's fifty three years old. Um, so Harley has um, started this petition. He set up a Facebook page. He's got T-shirts and posters. And he's trying to um, gain support and raise funds to halt the eviction. Or look at other opportunities to, you know, where they can relocate. Are, know, there, are, there any awareness. Other, are there any other squash facilities in the area? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. It's quite a specialist, isn't it? I don't know where. You'd, you know, there aren't many, you know, uh, sporting Cause I, I clubs, don't, are they? I don't, I don't think there's, think anything, there's at, anything at Westminster Lodge, no, is there, for or, squash? or at Harpenden's New Leisure thingy. Right. Whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, to find somewhere. The only place I know is uh, Nuffield um, Health and Fitness Place. Right, but that's not that's not in Harpenden. That's miles away. No, um, he. I mean, they. Well, I mean, so what? Are, what are they hoping to achieve with a petition? Because surely, if the club has made its decision, the, the rugby club, and it sounds like as well, they're they're in a they're in a they're bit in of a, a bind, bind themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they it won't change their minds, will it? But what it will do is, you know, but it. Basically, the petition is the angle that we've, you know, done this story on. By doing the story, we're raising awareness of it. And by raising awareness, you never know. Someone might come forward and say, I've got a barn you can convert into a squash court or whatever. Mm. Well, the, I mean, they might, that, they might need more than that if there's 250 of them. Yeah. But, but yeah, maybe um, it's something that can be, yeah, that, that, yeah, maybe there is another solution. Mm. It, I, I would imagine that the rugby club, if... They probably didn't do this easily. No, if they're evicting no. that many people, um, uh, so yeah. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, perhaps somebody will be able to help in some way, offer exactly. some sort of solution and way through. I mean, and, and you know, all credit to to Henley for for putting this together. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very, uh, you know, sort of a, it's a great uh, example, isn't it, of, of young people doing yeah. something positive. Yeah, he said he was annoyed. Nobody asked the, the youngsters what they thought. Well. <laughs> Um, yeah so yes well done to him uh, if you want to find that um, uh, petition uh, it's all linked on the Heartsad website heartsad.co.uk the story's on there and the link to the petition is at the bottom of the story uh, so uh, it's it's a change.org petition that you can help um, and, and click on and all that if you feel that you want to uh, and uh, yeah if you've got any ideas as well I'm sure he'd love to hear um, about them I think I just had a quick 
look on the page and you can leave a comment on there. So, Excellent. Yeah. Okay. We'll have more from Matt a bit later. We're back with Anna from Communities First and uh, we're looking at some training courses that you guys are putting on this month. Hey, yeah, we've got training that we run that is open to anyone. Um, so we've got four different courses that I wanted to promote um, this month. So we've got our Dementia Friends information, which is about um, session will give you an opportunity to learn more about what it's like to live with dementia. And in turn, understand um, how to help someone with dementia. And that's actually running this Thursday, March the 3rd, at 11am through to 12pm. And you become a dementia friend from that training. Um, Okay. And whereabouts is that? It's all on Zoom. So all of these courses are on Zoom. Um, So they're open to everyone and you can register for them on our website so i'm sure danny will link that in the description yes well yes uh, all the all the relevant details from all the things that anna mentions here will appear uh, in the description of this episode right now and also on our website at stalbanspodcast.com great so we've also got a talk cancer online workshop which is there to equip and empower you to raise cancer awareness in your community by increasing your knowledge of key messages around cancer prevention screening and early diagnosis building your confidence in how to talk to the public about cancer and helping you to encourage people to make healthy changes access local services and visit their gp promptly with concerns and that runs on march the 8th at 1030 through to 1230 okay um and and of course i mean that's such a uh, it's such a hard topic isn't it i mean it's mm-hmm. the sort of thing that people people even don't like saying it do they it's the c word you know is exactly is often now to me growing up the c word meant something completely different but cancer <laughs> is you know it's a word that people are are so scared of using Unless you're somebody who has had first-hand experience of it or, or, or second-hand experience of it, you you then suddenly have a different, um, yeah. you know, f- feeling toward it. And that's the thing. Cancer is a scary thing and it's something that isn't talked about. And this course is there to help equip you with the skills to talk about it because the more people that talk about it, the more people that then acknowledge symptoms or things and then hopefully get early diagnosis which would help in the long run because an early diagnosis could mean that it's treatable compared to a later diagnosis yeah so it's important to talk about and yeah and learn learn how to talk about it and and exactly what you're what you're doing here okay yeah. so, so that that's um that's talk cancer and then you you say there were there were four sessions so you've got yes. two other training courses as well yep so you've got an introduction to mental health first aid which is a course that aims to allow you to feel more confident in identifying and supporting individuals who may be experiencing mental health distress or difficulties it shares some of the basic practical skills that you can use to help prevent mental distress and developing mental distress developing into a more serious issue. It also will show you how you can promote the recovery of good mental health. And that's on March the 17th, 11am to through to 1pm. And who was that one be aimed at, the, the introduction to mental, to mental health first aid? 
anyone it's open to um any individual that would like to learn more about how to help someone with um mental health or to learn more about mental health themselves um it helps to just give a basic understanding of um the signs and symptoms of mental health and how to look for them and how to help an individual sorry how to help an individual get support okay um Thank you. And yes, again, all all of these dates and all of the relevant information is all in in the description of this episode right now and on our website, com. And uh, you have one more course to tell us about. Yep. This one is the Spot the Signs Suicide Awareness Prevention Training. Um, So this training will increase awareness and knowledge about suicide, introduce practical steps about how to respond to someone, um, and make you feel more confident in spotting the signs of suicide and mental health. Okay. And that's on March the 28th at mm. 9.33 to 12.30. It, I mean, this the, again, it's another, it's another area, isn't it, where almost like cancer, people are very cautious about speaking mm. about it. But, but, you know, sadly, it is quite a, a, a fact of life. And, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the chances are most people listening right now will, will know of someone that this is affected in some way. Yeah, I mean, I've actually done this course myself and it really gives you the tools and the skills to talk about suicide and how to talk about it to someone that you might be worried about. You might have someone who you're just a little bit concerned about but you don't know how to approach the topic or how to bring up the conversation and this course is really good at giving you the skills to do exactly that okay um so all of those courses are on zoom and uh, the dates of when they are and the details of how to register and all that stuff is all um you can find that all out via uh, the description of this episode right now if you know how to get into the description you can see it there also uh, on our website uh, at stalbanspodcast.com uh, but uh, anna thank you very much for joining us uh, from communities first and uh, and we look forward to hearing from you again around at the same time next month i look forward to it thank you Hi, I'm Elspeth Jackman, inviting you to listen to my podcast, One to One with Elspeth. Find a local person with a story, and I'll be there to draw out all those little details you want to know about. If I'm fascinated, so will you be. Each week, I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is, you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St. Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's one-to-one with Elspeth, part of the St. Albans Podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. One more story now from Matt uh, from the Hearts Advertiser. Matt. That's me. Yes. Right. Well, um, it's back to the charter market. It comes around every few weeks. Uh, this is um, leaked audio we had uh, sent to us from a closed meeting between traders and council officials in which um, councillors said they were considering handing over the historic market to a private firm. And this was weeks after the saying they wanted it to remain under council management. Now, Lib Dem Councillor Robert Donald, he said um, that further management of the market may be considered, uh, the future management of the, car, uh, the market may be considered further. 
Um, and they were, they, he also revealed that the, the new market manager uh, is only on a short contra- contract, which goes up to the end of June, which again contradicts statements he made in public a few weeks ago uh, when he said, um, we don't want to relinquish all managerial control of market and the lower. We're clearly saying we're now looking at outsourcing the erection and dismantling of it. We're not saying that we're going to have a hands-off approach for continuing, uh, continued running of the margin, uh, market managerially. We still want to do that. So, so yeah, so this was said, was it the 2nd of February, wasn't yeah. it? The Council's mm-hmm. Regeneration and Business Committee. And then this, this audio, are, and are they are they disputing this audio or, or are they... No, they haven't at all, because no, we've got it. It's, but know, it does contradict that statement. Does. Yeah, they, they, all the councillors said that there have been discussions with traders. Um, but we've heard from other sources that the um, officers who are running the tender pro- uh, process have encountered a reluctance from private firms to just do the erection and dismantling they want to take over the whole market market so um they say it's not financial financially viable just to put it up and take it down again so when it was done before the pandemic was it a private firm then who did it or no they were council staff so the council's now trying to outsource this because during the pandemic they made they everyone ev- redundant yeah and and so because the surely the obvious question must be why can't they just re-employ the people or, or or at least you know offer those jobs again and do it themselves yeah but i don't yeah i think it's the it was the cost implications and stuff as well right um, of and i don't know where, how you, you stand sort of from a um you know a legal point of view bringing people back in after giving them the boot pa- I, obviously paid them off as well i would imagine there must be a way of doing it, mm-hmm. it, it yes it may not be straightforward but there mu- there must be a way of doing it um and I'm sure maybe some of those people, they might be quite happy to take the jobs back. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. I don't understand the, the legality of, of the redundancy to that level. But no. but it does seem like they, they, they really are creating rods to their own backs here, aren't they? And of course, it's going to rumble on forever. Yeah, that <clears> statement was a month ago and things change. And, and, you know, I appreciate that. And so, you know, he might now be saying something different because things have changed in those last four weeks. But it does seem to be a lack of transparency. Yes, if, it does. If we have to find this out through leaked audio as opposed to statements from the council. Yeah, I know. And the st- council aren't saying anything at all of any note on the record. So, mm. yes, indeed, okay. I agree. So, uh, so yeah, so it looks like then from, from rumblings that have been heard so far that that uh, to get somebody to be, come in and to deal with the, the stall erection, they might actually only do it if they're going to run the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And what does that mean? You know, how will that transform what the market uh, looks like? You know, the, the traders that we have, you, know, don't, you just don't know. Doesn't this also come back to what we were saying before about how this was some time back when, wasn't it that, it was alleged by somebody that uh, getting the the market um, to be appear to be very loss making, and then a private company taking it on could be incredibly profitable for that private company if indeed the market doesn't make the losses that yes, people were claiming. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and, it and be a golden egg. And and is this not another way that that could then still happen? So so a private company takes this on, and then turns it into a very profitable thing for which we, the residents of St Albans, will not see any of that profit. Yeah, very good point. 
Well, I guess uh, we will keep our eyes open to, to the latest developments that, that you'll be reporting first on the Hearts Advertiser. Absolutely. And, and of course, uh, you can stay up to the minute with the local news uh, through the Hearts Ad website, heartsad.co.uk, and follow their, their Hearts Ad Live uh, updates as well. Uh, and, and also, of course, the newspaper that comes out every Thursday uh, and uh, is delivered in lots of places, and you can pick it up around and about the place as Absolutely. well, can't you? All right, thank you for that. <laughs> Just giving you affirmation there, Danny. No, thank you, because, you know, I need it sometimes. Um, and going back to what we were saying earlier about Ukraine and how you can help, I have now found the, um, the, the, the post from Daisy Cooper from Tuesday this week where she said that she's had lots of people asking how uh, they can help the people of Ukraine, and she's suggesting organisations that you can um, uh, give donations to, and she's saying that you can uh, donate to the Red Cross, uh, and uh, you can find their details online, I'm sure, uh, but they've got a, a specific... Uh, Ukraine crisis appeal that they are running at the moment. Uh, also, uh, the United Nations uh, are running an appeal, and um, there is uh, yes, yeah, those are the two places that you can you can um, that she's suggesting that you could donate to. So I think that's probably the best way of doing that if people yeah, want to help locally. Like okay, thank you, Matt. Thanks also to Anna from Communities First. Uh, we'll be back next week with another sort of uh, of, of this podcast and uh, on next week's show, uh, we have our very own book correspondent uh, and she will be joining us as Claire Hobber with, with some more book recommendations for us. Do you ever read, Matt? I do. I mean, I know that's silly because you... Newspapers, you, you, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, do I really read a lot of books? I don't have time. For pleasure? Yeah, I read other things for pleasure graphic novels well that's still books generally. isn't it i know i know but i don't it's been a while since i sat down and read a novel right no i need to get back into it okay well anyway just curious but yes um, if you're looking for suggestions or something to read then uh, claire each month comes on and suggests uh, two or three different book choices and she tries to do it thematically something that fits with the time oh, of, the, right, okay. of the year as well um so uh, yeah claire will be with us next week uh, coming up on the podcast network on Friday, we've got the film guide. And this week it's with Howard, Howard Linsky, local author. Uh, he'll be sharing with us his uh, film choices, plus looking at what's on uh, in the cinema and on the streaming services at the moment. Then on Sunday, we've got another edition of the Dagnall Street Baptist Church virtual service with Simon Carver. And on Monday, one-to-one with Elspeth. Find out more on our website, stalbanspodcast.com and on the social media channels on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, where we are at St Albans Podcast. See ya. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Heart Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.